The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to The Shepherded Work, a weekly program to help you learn how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. Host Mark Goldstein introduces you to individuals who are successfully and effectively engaging in marketplace ministry and gives you the tools you need to do the same. The Shepherded Work is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. Now, here's your host, Mark Goldstein. And welcome to The Shepherd at Work. This is Mark Goldstein in the studio with Mike Gillen. And on the phone today is our dear friend, Dawn Sipley. Hello, Dawn. Hi, gentlemen. How are you doing today? All right. Doing great. So, Dawn, I know we have a lot to talk about, so I want to get right right into this. So you own Simply the Best. So in about 30, 35 seconds, tell us what Simply the Best is. Yeah, we are an HR consulting company that helps employers with their recruitment and HR strategies. Uh, Then we also help job seekers along the job seeking process because it can be a really dark time when you're unemployed. So that's really what we do in a nutshell. So what got you to go to Honduras? (laughs) Well, I am a part of the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce, and evidently one of our members who is a part of Chaplains of America was friends with the president of an organization called Connexus Global. And they had been talking and they were looking for a strong female leader to go into Honduras and speak um, some life into the business owners there, but especially the female entrepreneurs, which is really um, becoming more and more prevalent in their country. So you are very adept and skilled at marketplace ministry through Simply the Best and through the chamber here in Central Florida. So you took it to uh, Honduras to help others. I did. I did. I I wanted to squeeze in some mission time while I was there. And um, Rodney Atkins' um, parents were uh, very close with the founders of Good Samaritan Baptist Mission that was established in the 60s and 70s. First in Nicaragua, but then they had to flee due to the Nicaraguan War, and they ended up with their headquarters just over the border in Honduras. So they were our amazing hosts while we were there, and they were able to um, showcase some of the areas of ministry uh, during our visit with them. So I know you went there to teach others. What were you taught? (laughs) To share with share with well, our audience what you learned and what you were taught, what God showed you there in Honduras. Yeah, well, you know, I went fully expecting to leave with the sponsorship of a child, right? We've all seen those $35 a day, you can change the life of a child. So I knew, knowing uh, full well that that would probably be something that I left with on my heart. Um, And of course, I will be doing that. That's kind of the easiest thing. But what I really felt in love with was their radio station. They actually founded the very first FM radio station in Honduras. And today it is the number one radio Christian radio station in the entire nation. Wow. And as somebody very closely related to a founder (laughs) of a station here in Central Florida. That probably really resonated with you. It, it really did. They they did have us on the air um, as as part of our our tour, just to kind of share what we had seen um, when we were um, feeding the kids on the day prior. 
Uh, and what I also learned during my time with them is one of their largest towers is right there on the eastern coast. And so it is able to actually reach Cuba um, with their um, frequencies. And, but unfortunately, the ocean air has just torn up that tower and transmitter, and it is quite expensive um, to do that repair. And of course, they want to go ahead and upgrade the metals that are on that tower so they don't have this corrosion um, issue again. So it was a big lesson learned from them, but also some really deep pockets to be able to to do that repair. And I remember I, I walked out of the recording studio and I felt the Holy Spirit really impressing upon my heart to do something. As you had shared, Al Chubb with um, WAJL, Love 1190, was my grandfather, and I grew up in the radio station. And even personally, um, our local radio stations here the Holy Spirit speaks to me through the radio, and I've had some amazing moments um, in the presence of the Lord. And I was fighting it. I got to be honest. It, it's you know, it was a, a lot of money, about seventeen thousand dollars, and um, I don't have seventeen thousand dollars to give. Uh, and I turned around, and there was uh, Isaiah forty um, talking about we will mount up like wings with you know, um, wings, yeah. Uh, mount up uh, with wings like eagles. And, and that was my grandfather's absolutely favorite verse. He had it all over the place in the station, in his home. And that's all I needed uh, to be obedient. So I have taken on this project and I hope to somehow raise those funds to get these these this tower back up and running um, so they can reach Cuba, Nicaragua, uh, Honduras, El Salvador. It's just a, a powerful way to minister to people that you could never reach in the mountains of these very, very rural and, and extremely poverty-stricken countries. Well, you, I think, didn't you commit like a chunk of what you get for your public speaking? I did. I did. I, I once um, heard an amazing leader uh, say that I'll never ask you to do something that I haven't done. And Mark, if you don't know, that's you. Uh, anytime it that you ever come familiar, to me and ask yeah. me for anything, I've already known that you've dipped into your wallet. So am I actually dedicating 50% of all my speaking engagement fees towards this mission? Because I, I can't not do anything. God has God has broken my heart for what breaks his, and I just feel really called to to stand in the gap for, for this organization in this way. If I can jump in, I have a question because, you know, your, your grandfather was a dear friend of mine, and I worked for yeah. him, and it was an amazing time in my life. Just having moved to Florida uh, in 85, uh. went to work for WAJL in uh, November of that year, and uh -huh. for two years, my children called your grandfather uh, their grandfather. And he, oh. he was, uh, he was to them, since we didn't have family here, Don, he mm. was their grandfather to them. And he was so kind. Well, what I wanted to jump in and say, and Mark, forgive me for jumping in, but uh, the, the call letters of WAJL stood for, mm -hmm. we acclaim Jesus Lord. And that's exactly yes. what you're describing that radio station down there is doing, not yeah. only for their area, but for the entire region, all of those other countries around, uh, they are acclaiming Jesus Christ yeah. to be the Lord. Yes, yes. And, 
you know, they shared a story of of a man um, who who had really suffered um, from alcoholism and he had gotten into a bad collision or no, he had gotten into a bar fight of all things and became paralyzed. He was shot and he had been so lost most of his life. But it was after he was bedridden and paralyzed that he had to sit by his radio every day. And he says, I know I look like a pitiful soul, but I've never had so much joy in my life Mm. because of this radio station. And the level of urgency that my heart feels knowing that this man is sitting in silence in these mountains and doesn't have that hope being broadcasted to him just really... It really impacts me. So I, I'm doing what I can. Um, I actually booked my, um, under this commitment, my very, God is so good, my very first speaking engagement under this new um, commitment with a local nonprofit that helps people with disabilities um, regain employment. And so I'm so proud to be uh, partnering with them. But honestly, prior to this commitment, I would have done it for free. But I had the boldness to ask for some money, and they had an honorarium set aside for speakers to come in. And so I'm just so excited that one day after returning to the U.S., I'll be able to um, report back to them that we already have donations coming. One of my employees who was a missionary, she saw my heart on Monday morning um, when we had returned, and uh, she was like, I want to be your very first contributor, and she sure did. She she ran over to the computer and, and started. So I just love how God just shows us that we're headed in the right direction. You know, I'm, I'm less than 24 hours on U.S. soil, and, and look at what he's done. So, Don, tell our audience uh, rather quickly, we have about two minutes left, a little less than two minutes. Yeah. What are mm-hmm. some of the things that uh, people can hire you to speak about? Yeah, I love talking about um, unique and uh, different hiring practices. Of course, retention is just so important, so you don't have to refill positions that were already filled. And what my most recent keynote um, was about and what I did my speaking tour through the country of Honduras was, was parentification and how those childhood experiences impact us in the workforce today. And let me tell you, after I made um, that keynote speech, the Holy Spirit moved through that room. It wasn't even a Christian conference, um, but people were sharing their testimonies and their relationship um, with Christ after I, I got off the stage. And it was just really some beautiful moments. So again, just sowing those seeds in people yeah. and, and fortifying the workplace. That's, that's a ministry for so many of us believers. Well, Dawn, when we come back from the break— um... I want you to share a story, if you would. I saw it on Facebook, uh, a little bit of it, but you were standing up on stage talking, and the next Mm. thing I know, next thing we know, you're in the audience sitting and hugging somebody. So when we come back from the break, would you share that story? Absolutely. Great. Well, we're we're with Dawn Sipley of Sipley the Best, just recently back from her mission trip to Honduras. So uh, we will talk to Dawn a little bit more after this break. You're listening to The Shepherd of Work. 
if you're a Christian business person and you want to meet people who want to do business with you, you need to join the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Why? Because the mission of the Christian Chamber is to build kingdom, business, and community. And it all starts with the Christian principle of building relationships. To learn more about the Christian Chamber and all the different ways you can get engaged with hundreds of other Central Florida Christian business people, visit cfchristianchamber.com or call 407-258-3578. It's the Shepherd at Work, and host Mark Goldstein is joining me, Mike Gilland, to bring just a bit of the Shepherd to several workplaces in Central Florida. At some stops, like on Monday at Allegro Inspired Senior Living on Orlando's east side, we'll have donuts in hand. But at all stops, we're going to be bringing copies of Rick Warren's new book, Created to Dream to Give Away. Hi, Brianna Burdett here at Allegro. Thank you so much to The Shepherd for coming out today. We really enjoyed the book. Be sure to check out our Facebook page for The Shepherd to see photos from our stops. Be listening to Mark Goldstein and The Shepherd at Work every Saturday at 4.05 p.m. And be on the watch for us, because who knows? We just might be coming your way with Pastor Rick's new book, Created to Dream, his first book in over a decade. It's all from your friends here at The Shepherd. Ladies, do you want the men in your lives to be better husbands, fathers, and providers? Men, do you want all that and more? Christ-Led Communities has the answer. With men's Bible studies and group experiences, Christ-Led Communities has a curriculum that meets most every man's spiritual needs. Visit clchq.org to learn about your opportunities to grow in Christ in a Christ-Led community. The website again is clchq.org or 407-484-3899. Once again, here's Mark Goldstein. And we're back, uh, Shepherd at Work, Mark Goldstein in the studio with Mike Gillen and on the phone, uh, our wonderful friend, Dawn Sipley, just back from her trip to Honduras. And we were talking earlier that oftentimes God calls us to do something and we think that we're going to share something with others, but then all of a sudden we get shared with. And God speaks yeah. to us through others. So I know on Facebook, I don't know much of the story, but you sent a couple of pictures. You were on stage. Uh-huh. And then the next thing, the next picture, you said just sometimes people need a hug or something like that. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting it all wrong. But would you share the story of what happened there? Yeah. So this was an all day event and, and I was the keynote. And again, I was talking about the topic of parentification, which a lot of people don't even know what that is, even here in the state. So what that is, is that is when a child is given duties and responsibilities that are far above the age that they are. You know a little bit about my testimony and I was certainly yeah. parentified. And as I wrapped up um, my my session, one of the women had raised her hands and and I called on her and and you could tell she was tenderhearted and she she thanked me for sharing. She herself had been a parentified child and just didn't feel a lot of love um, from her parents. And she started to break down and cry. And so I gave her a moment and the the room was quiet and just kind of giving a, a moment of reverence around her. And she started to speak again and then she just completely lost her ability for composure. And I didn't know what to do. I am not a trained speaker, I would like to say. I I speak um, just out of a gifting that the Lord gave me, and I just was compelled to leave the stage. And I walked down to her, and I sat down 
next to her and um, just shared that moment with her. And she had shared that she had tried to commit suicide. And mm-hmm. and it was just a really touching moment. And it was through her vulnerability that the Holy Spirit was able to move. And then after that, person after person came up and spoke. One of them was the principal of a local school. And what she was so um, uh just moved by was the unconditional love that I still hold for my mother, despite the situations and abuse and neglect that I had gone through. She had been in an abusive marriage and often carried a lot of guilt for what she had exposed her children to when they were younger. And so for her, she had carried that burden all this many years, even though her children are grown and gone. But to hear my message really struck her heart. And so it's just things like that, that that make it worth traveling across the oceans and, and into new nations because humanity knows no culture. It knows no language barrier. And I had been hesitant about going to stage with this message of parentification. And my trip to Honduras just absolutely confirmed that this is a message that everyone needs to hear because it happens way more than people really realize. Uh, Don, I'm going to call an audible here. You know, this is an unscripted (laughs) show, and we just go with the flow. Um, Much like that lady sitting in the audience, she needed to Mm -hmm. hear what you had to say about parentification. And like you said Mm -hmm. yourself, there's a lot of people who don't know what that is, the name of Mm -hmm. it, but they know what it's like uh, in in Mm -hmm. actuality. So if you would take two or three minutes and share with our audience... um, What was the turning point for you in your story as far as what you were going through and that where you hit that turning point and everything changed? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I first met Christ when I was 13 years old, and Alcha, my grandfather, was the one who said that salvation prayer with me. But I have to be honest. I think it was more out of a fear of going to hell than really a relationship with Christ. And it wasn't until I really got plugged into a Bible-based church where the people loved me unconditionally and allowed me to be vulnerable. The thing about parentification is, as children, we are taught to comfort, ease, make things easy for the adults around us. For me, my situation was because of mental health drug and alcoholism of my parents. And so I was always the fixer. I was the good child. I was the one told that I had an old soul. So as I grew up, I understood that this was what was expected of me. And so professionally, I really tied my performance to my ability to serve and to solve other people's problems. And I had not really found my true value in Christ as a daughter of of our, our Holy One. And it was through my vulnerability and transparentness with my, my church congregation and, and my professional growth through the Christian Chamber of Commerce that I really came to love myself for who I am, not just the things that I was able to do for, for other people. Wow. That, you know, I'm sure that there are people out there today that are listening to the show that are in that same journey. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'm just so lucky to have such a community around me. And I think that's why this radio station is just so important because even though, you know, good Samaritan Baptist mission is out there doing the good work of feeding the hungry and educating the uneducated, they can't make it to the mountaintops 
of all of these countries every single day. But they can, through the radio, reach people and provide hope and provide love to those individuals and allow them to to say the salvation prayer and to hear the gospel in countries where really the Catholic religion is, is quite dominant. Um, and the way that they had explained it to me is in, in their area, they were really told that, that they weren't smart enough to read the Bible, that the gospel was for the holy people, the priests, and yeah. that's why they felt like they didn't have access you know, to Jesus. And so to be able to reach all those people on a daily basis you know, is, is amazing to me. It's just such a call for hope. And I think really here in the U.S., we take advantage of our access to the internet and to TV and to media, you know, for this man that is now paralyzed, lying in his bed on the mountainside, this is his connection to the outside world. Well, and on top of that, uh, Andy Serles was a guest uh, on Mike's show uh, just recently, Mm. and he came back from Cuba. And oh, one of, wow. and what's exciting is that this station in Honduras reaches Cuba. Yeah. So, so let, let's go ahead and give the website because I I visited the site and I am just blown away by everything that this Good Samaritan Baptist Baptist Mission does. So I, I believe their website is Good Samaritan dot ms, like Mark's yep, Mark Samuel. MS, mm-hmm. Good Samaritan dot MS. And you can learn about all of the the, the different things that uh, that they do. Mike, we have what, about a minute and a half? Oh, we got a little bit more than that. I had a question for yeah. Don. Did I Absolutely. understand you to say that uh, the radio station currently is not able to broadcast? Is that right? Their largest tower is is has been damaged by the salt air of the sea, and that's how it's able to reach Cuba. And so it's their largest, most powerful um, tower. So it is down um, as we speak right now. So we're, they they're unlimited broadcasting to, then, right? It's, what's that? Uh, so they're unlimited uh, kind of outreach then. Correct, yes. And they actually now have five different channels, but this is their, their biggest and strongest mm-hmm. uh, tower. Wow. Well, we can see what we can do about getting that station back up on the air. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in, the, uh, in the minute or so that we have left, um, explain to people why they should look at taking a missionary, a mission trip. <laughs> Boy, we sure do have an Americanized way of viewing the world. I, of course, as I had shared before, you see the $35 a day feeding the hungry, but until you look into a little baby's eyes that's so thin, that's actually fed by Good Samaritan on a daily basis, it, it just changes your heart. It gives you a new appreciation. Um, I think here, poverty, um, the people live differently. Um, their resources are so scarce, they can't go to a local nonprofit and pick up a new couch or a, a new or help with their utilities. These people are literally living off the land, and it is like something I have never seen here in the U.S., even in our poorest areas. So have you gotten the, the missionary bug now? Do you have another <laughs> trip planned anytime soon? Honduras definitely has my heart, and I know I will be back. No, that is so. Anytime, do you have a schedule yet, or you're just waiting to see how the Lord leads? 
rumor rumor has something about September, but we'll see we'll see what God has in store. I'm just being obedient right now. My lamp is only lighting the next step. I wish it was lighting 50 yards out, but today I'm just living in the moment. And Don, we would be remiss to not give your website out for people to uh, see all the wonderful things you can do and how you can help them. Oh, thank you so much. It's simplythebest.com, which is my last name proper, S-I-P as in Peter, L-E-Y, the best. Simply the best. And you are. I mean, you, you've you made me a hero in uh, getting people jobs that need jobs yeah. that I recommend to you. So that's, that is wonderful. Well, Dawn, I love helping in that area. Thank you again. Get, go ahead and give us the Good Samaritan website again. Yep, it's goodsamaritan.ms. And, and that's ev- it. No and e- dot com. <laughs> and everything that folks need to learn about that that mission organization, they can find there. Absolutely. And if you could do hashtag Chubb, just so I can trap my successes on this uh, amazing adventure God's put me on. Hashtag, hashtag Chubb for Dawn Chubb Sipley. Dawn, it has simply been a blessing having you on the show. Uh, we look forward to talking to you again. Take care. Thanks. Y'all have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week on The Shepherd at Work. You've been listening to The Shepherd at Work. Tune in next week as Mark will introduce you to another marketplace leader who will show you how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.